Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. I'm delighted to continue this Watchman Center conversation around dance. I've got Irene Holtman, Monty, and Emily Coates. Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing? Good morning. Good morning. It's great to be here with you. Yes. It is nice to see y'all. I had a wonderful conversation with um, Gabrielle and uh, and uh, Lasina, La Lasina. Yep. Uh, on Dance Haven that's coming up this weekend. And oh. uh, who, who knew that Yale had so much dance going on? <laughs> it continues. Yep. It's a big month for dance at it Yale and Haven. So I, I'm fascinated by this concept, dancing about architecture, uh, strategies in motion. And it has multiple dates. And it kicks off with, uh, uh, begins with a guided outdoor walking tour of Yale University locations within one mile of the Schwartzman Center, each featuring its own site-specific performance by students representing a wide range of academic disciplines and movement yeah. experiences. So th this is, that's a lot. Like that's, it sounds ambitious. It sounds innovative. <laughs> Talk to me about this concept and, and why, why architecture and movement together? You want to start? Yeah, I, well, I'll introduce us quickly. I'm Emily Coates. I direct dance studies at Yale, and I'm a professor in the practice. Um, Yvonne Holtman is one of our indispensable, invaluable um, faculty members in dance studies. And we have to credit Jennifer Newman, the associate artistic director at the Yale Schwartzman Center, for coming up with the platform dancing with architecture, but it seemed to fit quite neatly with a new course that Irene has been teaching and developing this semester. So I'll turn it over to you, Irene, to talk a little bit about the class and how it connects to Jennifer's um, series. Yeah, so I have been interested in architecture for a long time because um, as a body and a stage, you're always in, in uh, you're always, uh, what do you say, um, I'm Swedish, by the way, so sometimes my, my words, gets lost <laughs> say. Uh, by the environment you are inhabiting and you're also like you know when you tour you are in different cities the architecture really affects you so I have been flirting with the architecture department department at the Yale for a really long time and Emily has been indispensable in making this course happen and um I, I was supposed to teach it with an architect and then because of logistic that didn't happen, but I wanted to continue the concept of environment, about landscape, about body, about relationality. Are we always relating to something? So that said, we have had a wonderful um, course because I have students, I have political science students, I have English majors, you know, I have art majors, I have undergrads and grads mixed, and they are extremely supportive of each other. And it's such a delight in, I would say, humanity in some way, <laughs> if you can put it that way, and in, in, in social discourse. And it's really, really nice. And they are all, we have had three lectures or uh, guests. One is Moriah Evans, who is doing different, I would say, um, dance escapes both outside and inside that she builds different um, environments for them. Rashan Mitchell and Silas uh, Rainier, who is ex-Cunningham dancers and continue in the, I would say, in the tradition of Merce Cunningham cage with a uh, 
interrogation of, of what dance is. And uh, they were invaluable in this course because they all added an, and I, I feel like Mariah added an internal landscape mm. and um, um, Rashan and Silas an external landscape coupled with Eva-Lisa Perkonen, the architect from the architecture school who took us around in the whole architecture department and talked about architecture as, as sensible, as, as sensing, it's about feelings. And the students have, have taken this into account and chosen, chosen their sites to explore this. And it's going to be really great to walk around with them in this um, excursion, I would say. I've been saying it's like a laboratory, you know, <laughs> I was saying. Well, I, I imagine yeah. there's so much beautiful architecture on the campus. Yeah. Some that uh, most people don't even know exist. Yeah. So they get to go and choose a site or a place and then create movement around that in yeah. relationship to that architecture? Both in, in relationship to the architecture and in relationship to their own interests. Very important. It's, okay. It has to come not only from an academic point of view, but from what their interests are. So they can feel uh, that it matters. You know, it has to matter in one way or the other. And I think that is is beautiful. And then it's also logistics about getting the rights to be there. Is the space available and so forth? So some obstacles has occurred, but not many. Mm. So it's, um, yeah. And I met with Jennifer Newman, I think it was in August. And I talked about what I was interested in and how this could fit into her concept of dancing about architecture. And she immediately said, art walk. So we, it's been, thanks to both Emily and to Jennifer, this um, course is happening and has a home, kind of say, an end point in some way. And, and not just an end point, but an opportunity to share the interactions of yes. visiting artists yeah. and the students and the work of the class with the public, with yes. uh, anyone and everyone who wishes to join the Art Walk. Yes. Oh, I we love this. And we, okay. did, we did a midterm. I'm sorry if I interrupted. No, good <laughs> But one of the students were in the corner of Elm and York Street and did her whole uh, piece about algorithm and the walk and don't walk signs. And it was kind of amazing to see because people were just stopping and looking. And she has also taken, when they were practicing, there were some people uh, who bumped into each other's shoulder to shoulder, you know how it is, you you meet and you, oh, I'm sorry, you say, and then you walk on. And she has taken opportunities like that and made it into something. Like, so it comes also from the public, you might say, <laughs> some of their ideas, <laughs> so, which is like, uh, yeah. So I was very, very happy seeing this and seeing the, the I would say like the mixture of a, a normality with not so much normal, uh, movement vocabulary, you might say, you might say to, to, to blend and mix whatever we are on all our depths of being humans. So, so you didn't have to be a, a dancer per se no. to participate in this activity, in this production. You, no. you just had to have some sense of movement and put it together with an architect, architecture of your choice and it has to matter 
Yeah, and you, and also you you know you can you have to use your creativity in some ways and think out of the box, which I think is a course like this or like a dance dance in general, I would say, <laughs> offers that to students. It offers them to sort of think in a different way, which they can bring with them whether they are going into politics or banking. There is a way. Yeah, I will say we have students in our classes from all disciplines. Iren's course is not alone in that the dance studies curriculum draws quite widely. And so we have really varied backgrounds. We have individuals who have never moved in a codified, intentional way in their life. And we have individuals who have deep dance backgrounds. And there's always a middle ground, a meeting ground where knowledge is getting exchanged. And sometimes those with the least training have the super, super interesting ideas. And then those with the great deal of training help to ground the room and the inquiry. So um, Iren's class is kind of emblematic of the way that dance studies at Yale operates with wide reaching uh, tentacles across the university and, and draw of really different kinds of students who, who show up in our classes. Yeah. And why do you think these students show up? Like, what is it about, like, what do you hear them say? Like, why do they tell you why they, why they want to take this class? What, what is the reasoning? Well, it's an opportunity to think in motion in a, in a very um, intentional and, and research focused way guided by us those who are experts in this medium and that is something that they don't get elsewhere i i was an english major at yale and i love you know my chaucer but it was discussed <laughs> sitting around a seminar a big oak seminar table and so when i had the opportunity to then start teaching and developing dance studies at yale I knew exactly how it was offering a counterpart to the usual, um, to a, the most common format of, of Yale courses, which is either discussion seminar or, or lecture course. Mm -hmm. It's oh. very true. I say, I, I always say to the student, this is a knowledge you cannot get anywhere else. You, you have to move, otherwise you don't get the knowledge. It's through the body that the knowledge comes. It's a kind of a self 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 knowledge or discovery of self in some way. That they bring cliche, but <laughs> nevertheless, are they bringing music to this? Like, what are all the tools that they get to bring to this to this production? Well, they can use whatever they need in the production. I'm not uh, producing any. If they want music, then they have to figure that one out themselves in terms of portable um, speakers or something. Or if they want clothing, they have to bring that themselves. You know, if they want any props, they have to have to bring that themselves. I offer the journey to their final. <laughs> you know, giving we have been dealing with structures, and they have to they have visited all the all the scores and structures from prominent choreographers through through the years, or so basically the, through postmodernism and forward, and then they can make up their own from that. So, or create new ones, but I give them tools to um, continue a kind of uh, excursion and excavation in, in form, structure, and feelings, I would say. I love this. So how yeah. many students you got doing this? How many? It's 10, 10 students. Oh, that's, that's a good amount, yeah. right? Yes, it's, it's nice. And they're all very different? Every, like, each one is very, very different from the other? 
Yes, different in all kinds of ways, shape, size, color, you, t- you name it, they're all, all different. And it's beautiful to see, you know, and also I just really love how they are supportive of each other because we, we, of course, we have like assignments. So we all look at them, we discuss them and uh, how and that, you know, I, I do believe that that to verbalize what you experience is important because it also cements or it gives an, um, a door open to new verbalizations, so to say. <laughs> so it's important to actually have a discussion about things. And, and to figure out what did I really feel? What is this and why? You know, so it's it's a really nice. I think it's a beginning of something. And they are so, the, you know, they're the first time this course is ever happening. That's what I was going to ask you. This is, yeah. this is not part of the, the usual curriculum, right? This is, so after this, do you, do you make the case to make it become part of, of the curriculum oh, like does it become part of it emily yeah and and it it is part of the curriculum it's not it, it's a new class but you know we're giving it a try this semester to see how it flies and um if it's if it seems to be doing what we want it to do we can certainly continue it absolutely yeah, oh, I, I love it. It's a special day, though, when it, we get to be sitting here on the radio talking with you about, about the class. So that may never happen, you know, if we continue it. So we remember this first launch. Absolutely. That's true. <laughs> All right. So so this takes place uh, April 19th from four to five and then five thirty to six thirty. Is that is that accurate? Yes. And and it's going to be all all over the all over the campus wherever the architecture that they right. chosen yes and so people can register and go and will be told where to go yes and there will be somebody from the Schwarzman Center who guides us through the whole walk so okay. and you can go on the website on Schwarzman Center and there will be a um, a link where they can register either to the walk or to the panel the panel is is exquisite. So it's really by a prominent dance people in the field. So it's going to be exciting to hear them talk together, I think. And so that now- Sarah Mitchelson and Silas um, Reiner and Rashawn Mitchell, right, Irene? Yes, and uh, Eva-Lisa Pelkonen will also be there. And Joshua Lubin-Levy is moderating. And um, he's currently at the Wesleyan, at Wesleyan University. So. Uh, so these these productions are inside and outside, or some are all inside. Oh, mo- mostly outside. We have a few inside, and one we just got to know that it was occupied. Um, you know, the Battelle Chapel was occupied, so we're gonna try to find something else for this lady that is quite amazing. She's an art student, <laughs> so she she's quite elaborate. And uh, but otherwise, it's mostly outside, which I I like actually because inside, then you you do have to have more permissions, you know, just logistics of it all. It's it's hard. It's harder. But I do like that there's a combination of outside and inside. You know what they, you know, it spaces talk to them differently. And some people would like to have, or some students I would say would like to have a lot of people walking mingling through <laughs> and other people said no I need clear <laughs> and I also told them to direct the audience if they need be you know because it's important from what viewpoint do you see things you know 
you know, if you're sitting on the side in a theater, you only have a certain viewpoint. If you're sitting in the center, forward, back, you know, it's you have to take those kind of into consideration. And and does it matter to you or does it not? You know, mm. but it has to be conscious, a conscious choice. I, I, I'm, this is exciting. So, <laughs> so when you when you when you created this idea, um, talk to me about the excitement of this because this hasn't been done before. And you run the risk of all kinds of barriers, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that you have to overcome. But about that. Yeah. I've yeah, been outdoor works in the past, and we've always um had to go through these layers of oversight, we will shall we say, of approval. Yeah. And it is a supportive university. And they are supportive of the arts. So mainly the questions are ensuring from every angle that safety and encounter are fully considered, which we always do. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, Bab, you're right at the heart of what makes this work unique is to have so much um, need for care for the public, care for the students, care for the campus as we as we engage with it and as we go public with this work. And so we have opportunity to film this. Like, are you going to capture it for history or or for next season? Like, what are you are you going to? I think archive if, this. If photos will be taken. Self archiving, <laughs> yeah. Students filming students, I think, is the way it's going to happen. Yeah, and then in with film, yes, but with photos, I think Schwarzman Sanders going to photograph it. Is what I understand, but I, I am not a hundred. But there is no, you know, it's no budget for a videographer in, the, mm. in this. So, I but iPhones very good. All right, so I, I love this thinking of dance outside of what we normally no dances you know we go to a dance performance and we sit and we watch it but this seems to be um uh, bringing in architecture and an interactive component how, how important is that uh in dance and in growing a dance audience um to come and participate i guess participate in this mm -hmm. in this experience i also i have to thank you because I was part of, I joined a conversation about two weeks ago of dance artists from New Haven and Hartford yes. and the community. And I understand you were the spark <laughs> that gave the organizers the idea to try to build a coalition to promote greater resources yeah. from the state. And of course, then beyond that, it's the federal government for not just the arts, but for dance specifically. So I, I feel honored now to be sitting in, in this call <laughs> with you um, and to thank you for that. And the hope of course, is that events such as we are able to do at Yale are also spilling out into the community. I know Gabrielle talked about the New Haven Dance History Project that we've been running and that these relationships are getting stronger to the benefit of the art form of dance and building an audience um, for it even greater than um, the interest that's already out there. So well, bless you, you and thank that, you for bringing <laughs> thank us together. You. Mm -hmm. thank, thank you. I just feel like, you know, when I found out that um, dance is not as supported 
uh, with money and grants the way other artistic expression is, um, I just find that tough because we know dance is important. I mean, who mm -hmm. among us hasn't taken a dance class as a kid? You know, our yeah. parents put us in dance classes as a kid <laughs> yeah. because they knew it was important as an artistic expression. Mm. And then somehow or other we get to adults and, and it's not funded at the same level as other mediums. And I just feel like people create their whole lives around becoming dancers and that yeah. ought to be celebrated and elevated. And we need to have more spaces and opportunities uh, for people to hone their craft and for us to experience yes. uh, dance. Yes. So, yeah, yes. without having to go to New York. Right. Without having to go to New York to see <laughs> yeah. a world-class dance struggles. production. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. But but brilliant. And by working together, you know, we'll see where this goes. It's 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 an exciting moment. And I, you know, yeah. I did not know how how um big dance community is in New Haven. Like there are people right. dancing in all and all these pockets and places. I had no idea. I had no idea that Yale had dance at, as part of Yale, right? right? I didn't even know there was a dance studio until I came to take the <laughs> tour of the Schwartzman Center. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, there are more than just that studio. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a network of studios we have operating around the campus. <laughs> but I mean, that just made Yale yeah. cooler to me. It's just yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. <laughs> and to give a shout out to the public schools in New Haven who elevate dance within their arts curricula too. It oh. lives in in really interesting ways in the city and has for a very long time. Yes. I mean, so we know that dance is important. We know, we know at that level, at the very at the you know, elementary middle school level, we know it's important. We know it's important at the high school level. Um, and I guess now we are starting to really understand that it is important at the collegiate level that, yeah. that, that people are, that are, are honing their craft at the collegiate letter level, just the way you, you get an English degree, right? Like it's the, it's the mm -hmm. same kind of commitment of time and yeah. study and, and all of that. So, so kudos to Yale. I had no idea. So. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the difference is we've been building it. I've been working on building it for the last 15 years and it's a slow build, but now we have the Schwartzman Center's PR department behind us. And, <laughs> and listen, you now know they are a machine. So that bless that, them too. <laughs> they are a machine yeah. that PR team. They, are, they so. are a real machine, I must say. I, <laughs> yeah. I've worked in PR for a good part of my professional life. They are really, really good at this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and here we are meeting, which is a great thing. Yeah. Yes, it is. So how long have you been dancing, Emily? How long have you been a, a, a teacher of dance? Oh, well, I've been dancing since I was five. Okay. Uh, started out my professional career at New York City Ballet and then danced with Brusnikov, Twyla Tharp, Yvonne Rayner. And then at the... Um, late age of 29, came to Yale College to finish my undergraduate degree. It transferred in. And I was hired by, after I finished, by a professor named Joseph Roach to begin building a curricular presence for dance studies. 
there had been an irregular representation. There was strong student advocacy at different periods of time. There were local artists who had taught college seminars. Um, Barbara Feldman is one of them. Sidra Bell is a choreographer now, is an early advocate um, for the student-led dance groups. And all of it kind of built on top of that. And with a Bellin Award to Joseph Roach, we were able to begin really um, building it. And now it's it's part of the institution and it's part of the name of the department that we're housed within theater, dance and performance studies. But wow. without Emily, it would never have happened. Emily Coase, oh. has, I, I, I really are in admiration of her for so uh, tenaciously and not giving up and having the vision of actually expanding dance into the Yale um, community. I mean, I, it's, uh, I wouldn't be here without her. So it's- I would I, say it's the talent of the people. I'm smarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good yeah. at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Irene, what is your, what is your, your, your dance history? Oh, I grew up in Sweden and didn't start dancing until late. You know, I was, I think I was 15 and I took my first Dunham jazz class in my home steelworker town. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Did I say Dunham? Dunham. Yeah, Catherine. I was a jazz fanatic. I love oh. jazz. <laughs> you know. And then I moved and I, I got into the ballet school where you, you know, old fashioned ballet, modern jazz, ballet, modern jazz, and came to New York to study Cunningham technique, which I loved. You know, and then later on, I came back to New York again and I auditioned for Trisha Brown, which is uh, and I got the job. So I moved here and um, she is is one of my, um, you know, I'm a specialist, I would say, in her kind of style, technique and and artistic expression somehow. And as a uh, rehearsal director there, I did my own choreography also, of course, um, and toured often with live music. I didn't realize I had live music until one day I was like, oh, all my pieces have live music. You know, <laughs> and I was into doing trilogies of like different styles. You know, I did a whole blues series. I did like a tango series. But I'm Swedish at heart. So they, they, I, I like narratives, not like boy meets girl, but more kind of in a compositional way, kind of like a, we look at a score. I did opera too. Like if you look at a score with all the different instruments and how they talk to each other and it matter in what order they are. So I was placing Trisha Brown's early work out in the country, you know, in Bourbeau in Paris and in Antwerp and museums and so forth. And I, I think a lot of that I learned, which I bring with me to this class, because you have to make sure, like, if you are, for example, up in Dia Beacon and you have like a, a Richard Serra and you have an, um, yeah, an, um, how to say, another person or artist. Sorry, my English is not very good right at the moment. <laughs> but you have, to, you have <laughs> to make sure both artists are respected. So at not one outweighs the other or makes the other look not so good. And I feel the same is for architecture. It has to be a, a respected dialogue between what you are executing and what the what the building or site tells you. So it's been, Hello. sometimes I went back several times to do a site with, visit because I couldn't, but something was wrong. I couldn't decide. And then I moved something. And then it felt like, oh yeah, this is much better, <laughs> you know. 
So it all, it's, it's, uh, and I find that process very um, interesting for myself. You know, it's one of my, what I like to do. But in that, I also learn about liabilities and what you can and cannot do, how close to an artwork you can get and so forth. <laughs> you know? So you learn to navigate, I say, which I, I uh, it's here too in this art walk. We are navigating through the spaces. I love it. So, so Emily, are you hopeful about the future of dance? I mean, as, as, as for, for working dancers, for, for the audience who, want to see dance. Um, are you hopeful about the future and broadening uh, the awareness and the experience of dance? Absolutely. I'm an optimist. And <laughs> most of all, I feel hopeful and, and I'm hoping for dance in New Haven to have a, a second renaissance. We learned in the history project that there was a heyday in the 80s and 90s, and there were some catalytic figures. It was also a different time for government federal funding. Everybody could have their own company. We don't have individual company models now anymore, partly because the funding has dried up. Yes. But maybe we can discover together new ways of coming together to create um, supportive spaces for professional dance, as well as the um, dance that's already flourishing and thriving within the public schools. And so, uh, Irene, um, are you hopeful about students still wanting to come and learn at this level dance for career aspiration and artistic expression? I do. I think that what they take with, take with them from this class is that there is another side of themselves that they can actually explore. And I think that this class is really, or dance in general, is really important for Yale community because it gives them another aspect, not only the academic, which this class also have an academic aspect of it. It's important to, um, to have the academic um, augment the physical. And I think this makes them do the vice versa too, that the physical is augmenting the theoretical. So I think it's a it's a real um it's a real give and take here in in a good way. And I hope that uh, the Yale studies or Yale program um, of dance can um, expand more and more because I think it's needed. If I look at our world today, I think dance is is necessary just necessary because <laughs> it is another aspect of us and we need it. Yeah. Well, I, I, this was <laughs> a, such a great conversation this morning and uh, uh, I'm so grateful that y'all had the time to come on and talk about dance. Uh, I am delighted uh, by what you're doing. I find it innovative and uh, I'm going to try my best to register so I can come see, take the walk and, yes. <laughs> uh, and some of these performances because I'm, I am uh, fascinated and interested. And Emily, thank you for uh, coming out to support, you know, trying to build a dance community so yes, we can leverage sources and, and yes. just elevate dance to, to its rightful place where the arts, with the other artistic uh, expression is. So, yeah. so thank, thank you for that. your support yeah. in that and your ideas. Yeah, there you go. You're invaluable. <laughs> but y'all are kind. So listen, let's keep dancing. And, yes. uh, and Feel free to come back again, talk more about dancing whenever you've got some other dance uh, opportunities coming up, performances coming up. Come back and talk to me again. 
Fantastic. I, I got a space for you. I'm always yeah. making a home for you. Thank oh, you. So, so thank y'all. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Nice to meet y'all. Thank nice you. To thank meet you. you too. Love it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, Harry. We got through dance, which was amazing. I'm excited. And uh, I'll be back. What's tomorrow? Thursday? I'll be back Thursday. And uh, I don't know who I'm talking to tomorrow, but uh, whoever it is, it'll be quite interesting. So, uh, oh, no, I'm not here tomorrow. Well, I am here tomorrow, but uh, I'm going to reimagine public safety at Wesleyan after I get off air. So listen, enjoy this day. Get in these streets and dance.